We're only days away from the Super Bowl, so guess what the big topic is? That's right, it's the big game. Chad the Mark's got a dilemma. We got tons of crazy odds, and we're going to effort down Darren Smith from Kansas City because he's live on Radio Row, so hopefully we can track him down. That and more, this is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with Mr. Brown and Canadian Biggie. And we are just days away from the Super Bowl. And as much as you know, I just want to get in talking about the Bengals and the Rams. It's a lot on my plate. I don't, I'm not used to being in this position, being a Bengals fan, but we're going to get to that. But I wanted to at least get some other news of note out of the way. So we've been talking this week about the NBA trade deadline coming up. So I want to hit that real quick and just uh, start with the blockbuster trade today. So I know there was uh, the Nets and the Sixers finally did a deal, right? I have been lobbying for this trade for months. Months. Like it made sense for both teams. Brooklyn had shooters. They didn't need Harden. They needed someone that could handle the ball and distribute and do everything else, which is the perfect guy in Ben Simmons. This made sense. Yeah, you have been hollering for this for a while, and it fits perfectly because not only did they pick up Ben Simmons, who fits well with, uh, you know, Katie and Kyrie. They got, a they bunch. got Seth Curry, too, Andre Drummond to plug the middle. Nets won this trade. Big easily. time. Big time, which, you know, that's kind of what we thought was going to happen with the Sixers because they've been kind of sitting on this for so long we thought ben simmons like had we, we thought maybe they weren't even going to deal him like it was just going to be petty thing. and i i got brooklyn won the trade but in my opinion philly got better with this trade because well, they, guess what you got Embiid. unless he gets hurt he clogs the middle and you're only looking for a few spare minutes you're right they both center. got better and seth curry i mean i got you lost him but my god you got james harden well, Vegas agrees with you because Philly's odds to win the title went from like a plus 640 to like a plus 450. It's a short window for him, though, because yeah. this is the last year on Harden's contract. Wow. So there's a good chance he's Immediately probably gone. after the trade, it was announced that he'll opt into this next year of his contract. So, really? Yeah. So that, that's is that already official or is he just saying he's going to no, do that? No, that's just what was said. Because he, he can still traded. change his mind, you know. Yeah, but This was the best possible scenario that Philly could have got for Ben Simmons. You couldn't have put a better, put together a better package, and you're saying they lost it, but they couldn't have got better than no, James Harden. No, 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 no. no. He, he's just it saying just isn't what the Nets said they got were going to get for Simmons. The Nets Philly got a lot. Two number one picks? Yeah. Philly did, right? I, think the, uh, I, thought, I thought the picks went. Did they go to the Nets? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Long so, term, they did lose. Yeah. So I this mean, year, I think it's good but for that's, both. But that's what it's about for them is this Which year. sucks because both got better, and here I am wearing a bull's hat. <laughs> that's all right. Y'all hey, still we're more in healthy, the run. Baby. We'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the other other thing just um, with Harden, he's got to opt in, right? Because that's where he's going to make the most money because yep. his his – ceiling that he used to have is nowhere near as high now well that's the thing with the change in the rules he's averaging 15 points less a game than he did three years ago i get it he was the lone wolf there in houston dominating the ball but you would think that he'd still be able to score 25 28 a game i I think it's a combination of those things and and the other part of it is like you know everybody gets older man like it happens and how's he gonna do in philly eating all them cheesesteaks i i'm interested to see how he does in philly because they lost, what, eight, nine in a row before he left Brooklyn. And one of the things that they were saying was that 
He wanted to trade out of Brooklyn, but he was afraid to actually do it publicly because of the backlash he would get. Man, those Philly fans are harsh. You can have two good games and then have a crappy game in the playoffs, and they will eat you up. My question is, do the Nets play at Philly any the remainder part of the season? I bet they do. I mean, you, it's you, early. They play You would four think times. there's a chance. So yeah. I just want Ben Simmons to publicly say he's not playing in that game because he's not going to be able to take it. Yeah. Because that, that's what's going to happen. Like, you want to talk about a Philly fan base just oh. absolutely ripping They'll bring somebody. in the batteries. Yeah. Dude, that game will be, like, comparable to, like, Rocky in Siberia. <laughs> Only the, the crowd will not turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're going to stay on Drago. <sighs> I just love how these trades are made, and then it, right afterwards you'll see, like, this headline that says, Ben is on the same page as KD. Well, why have they even talked? Remember they weren't going to trade? Isn't he that tampering? Play? Like, Yeah. Uh, the NBA no, is ran by the Speaking players. of being on the same page, what were you saying about the uh, all-star team selections? Oh, it's funny. It came down to the final two teams or final two players. So it's Team KD and uh, Team LeBron. Final two players to pick from are Rudy Gobert, Captain COVID, and James Harden. And KD looks into the camera and says, give me Captain COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I mean, that's that's just the last little icing on the cake for this yeah. whole whole scenario. But I, I think back to the whole deal for both teams, they're going to get better. Like the Nets, though, like uh, how much said, better? Give me the man who fiddles the microphones. <laughs> Are, I don't know how much the Nets <laughs> no, 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 no. can get better or chemistry-wise with Kyrie still only playing half of their games. Right. Like that. that's that's always going to be a thorn in their side. Especially, like what's going to happen come playoff time? See, I, yeah, that's where I think you struggle because you're going to have home court advantage, at least in the first two rounds. You're going to have more games at home. If the, if it goes five games, you get two games out of them, maybe. God, is Miami really the one seed? They are doing well. Spolster coaching the All-Star game. He made the uh, NBA thing is look at Cleveland. Yeah, I know, right? Cle- so yeah, you were talking last week about Cleveland was in the top four but they're only one game out of first. Dude, Cleveland made a nice move. They picked up Karis LeVert, Ohio native. They got him, Garland, uh, Kevin Love. Markinen. Markinen. Jared Allen. Cleveland's nice. They're like, they're like the like throwback because they, they're rolling with twin towers that are like the real like height. <laughs> which don't, they're the anti-NBA of today's time. Right. They, they kind of remind me of a team that's built a la like the Pistons or the Kings back in the day where they don't really have like that superstar. Although the Kings kind of had Weber, but still. That you know, more of a collection of parts, right? I'm yeah. thinking that the Cavs need to double down, and uh, they've got to find a way to get Bo Bo. Oh, now that that, uh, that would fit them out perfectly. The, the triple towers is yeah. that what we're going to run yeah. with? <laughs> All right, what's Bo Bo? How many men's he playing a game right now? Mm. I'm not sure. I will say this: like another guy that got traded today. Not to completely change the subject, see where uh, the unicorn Chris Stapps got traded? No, I did not. Yeah, yeah he is with the. Uh, Washington Wizards now. Who oh, wow. who they who they trade for? Or uh, they just there they was just a couple different players. He was the big name in the trade. There were so many trades that happened today, and I don't have them all up in front of me that I'd butcher a couple. Well, names, he can't but, stay held anyway. No, yeah, so it don't matter. And, and what, what he, about the big? Th- sorry, go ahead, go ahead, I was just say he didn't get along with Doncic anyway, right? No. So I mean, it's just might as well move on, right? Yep. What about the big three now in Sacramento? Well, Marvin yes. Bagley got traded. Yeah, yeah but, he went to Detroit. Yeah, but you they, got uh. Darren Fox, mm-hmm. uh, Domus Sabonis. Yeah, that was the other day. And I'm assuming Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill got dealt. Did he? Yeah. There's three. Is it Fox? Did you say Darren Fox? Darren Fox. 
Sabonis. Sabonis. But was, they traded Heald. There was another guy. Did they trade Heald to Milwaukee? Ah, did he go to Milwaukee? I know Milwaukee traded uh, what's-his-nuts from uh, Villanova. I mean, what about the big three for the uh, Kings, man? They got, they got Sabonis, Barnes, and Fox. They, the other day, they combined for like 65 points. But then I got to looking at their record, and they're 21 and 36 this year. So I don't think it really matters. Maybe they're building for the future. Um, future looks bright. But you said they built, uh, dealt Buddy Hield, right? They did. Uh, I'll say this. I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> All right. This is what happens when we talk NBA. I'm just ready to kill the segment. I think we gave enough positivity to the NBA. Is that fair enough? My Wi-Fi isn't working. I was trying to get where Buddy Hill went to because I really thought that he was going to get traded a second time. Well, it's over now, right? Trade deadline is done now. I thought that Buddy Hill went to uh... – Buddy Hill's on the Pacers. That, that's the team you're, you're alluding to, Biggie. Yeah, I was thinking that I saw where they were considering dealing him again, and that's when I was hearing that they uh, – we're going to try and find a way the Lakers wanted him in the offseason, but LeBron nixed it that they were going to try and deal a Russ-John Wall trade and then find a way to get Buddy Heald out to the Lakers. Now that it's over and the Lakers are just left with what they had to begin with, like what's their what's their final record going to be? Um, they're like two games under five hundred right now. Did you see the thing James Worthy, James Worthy said the other night? That's like one of the low points in the history of the franchise. That's what he said? Yeah. I mean, there's been lower points, but it's just that the expectations and the money they're spending, you know, you should be getting some better results, but they've lost like four in a row. I think they'll end up being right around 500 or a few games over just because they'll get a push. They'll get into that seven seed play-in game, maybe a little higher, but they're going to still build for the playoffs, even though, you know, they want to have a better record. It's LeBron. All he cares about is getting into the playoffs being healthy him and ad i what's curious is that they don't play russ at the end of games anymore and they didn't do anything to, to replace that it's like in the offseason whenever they traded for him when everybody said this is how it was going to be well it, they're 45 games in this is how it is 50 games in i just i don't know it's a dumpster fire they they might win a playoff round but that's that's gonna be asking a lot well i kind of like what uh campaign said he was on some type of streaming service or tiktok or whatever they are campaign plays for the suns and they asked him a question about the lakers and he said quit talking about the worst team in the damn western conference <laughs> I mean, that's what i'd say too if i was on the suns yeah you know my thoughts are on it <clears throat> what's that it's the end of the world as we know it and i don't feel fine <laughs> and i feel fine with lebron out of the playoffs hell yes <laughs> All right, I feel like I've recovered after that last segment. We have shown that when it comes to the NBA, we definitely got to have our Wi-Fi working. But we're going to talk some Super Bowl NFL. We don't need the Wi-Fi for that, do we? No, I think we're good there. At least I am. (laughs) I'm the one that struggled before. Uh, So I I have to bring something up, and I haven't talked to you guys about this. And it's here it comes. Yeah, it's been weighing on me a little bit. And you know, I, I think both of you have a perspective here that I'll be interested to hear. You can call me a piece of shit if you want, but part of me piece of well, shit. That's what we does not want to come down Sunday. Part of me just wants to sit in my basement in complete isolation and not be around Chad, another damn you. soul. I'm going to stop you right there. I 110,000% understand, even though the Patriots have been to the Super Bowl as much as they have the last 20 years, even the last one they were in with the Rams, which was a total barn burner at 13-3, 
when they're in the Super Bowl, I don't go to other people's houses and watch. I'd have Ryan and Lena would come over. I'd watch it with the kids. I don't go other places. My team's playing as many times as they were there. I know exactly how you feel about this game. You don't want to be around other people. Yeah, listen, listen, listen. I have the complete opposite opinion of this. That is utterly complete bullshit because the Braves are in the World Series. I'm at the World Series. Y'all were down here when they freaking clinched, right? I mean, like, embrace your team, man. It's not about not embracing the team. Who it, cares if you're around people? It is what it is. Uh, man up, son. That's the problem. I'm worried I will man up. And if you I start shouldn't. crying, it's fine. I'll hug you. <laughs> oh, no. That, hey, I hope that happens. That'll be the highlight of the night if I end up crying because it won't be because they lost. I would cry because they won. Yeah. The I, I mean, I, I shed some tears on the AFC Championship game. Had to had to remove myself from people. Then. Listen, I get it. It's been, what, almost 40 years. <laughs> I, the Braves hadn't won since 95, and I'm a super fan myself. But guess what? It makes it all more enjoyable. You're going to remember that moment for the rest of your life. It might as well be with your partners in crime. Here at We Don't Know Sports, get your ass down here. Biggie's wrong. Don't listen to him. He's giving no, no, bad no, no, advice. No, no. I'm not wrong. You're wrong. You're just saying you I'm, understand. I'm saying I completely understand how he feels. Just because Biggie's a hermit don't mean you got to listen to Biggie is the same guy that on a regular season Sunday in September, he won't come down and watch other games with us because the Patriots are on. Well, Correct. true. Right. He won't Maybe come I'm down. not the good example like, for advice. I'm here. like, listen, the Raiders are on, the Patriots are on. I'm like, hey, Big, you want to come out and have a few beers and watch Sunday Ticket and uh, maybe watch the Red Zone for fantasy purposes? No. I got to watch the Patriots beat the Jets 44 to nothing. Or I, it's no deal for me. It was 43-10. There was like eight minutes left in the <laughs> fourth. That's yeah, every hell. freaking week. I'm like, listen, I'm willing to not watch the Raiders game. And we're so just as competitive I'm, as you guys are. I'm definitely yep. going to put it on the poll and ask people Please. how they feel. And, and, and I'm passionate about this. I I, uh, I I will more than likely be here. I, I can almost commit to that tonight. And it's funny. I was having this conversation with my wife, and she's just like, I mean, if you're worried, they're just going to pick on you. I was like, it ain't about that. They they give me shit all the time. Like, that's not going to change. I guarantee you was talking to Laura about this, and she, she looked at it, and she goes, Soft, probably. The spell it out. Spell it out for us. S A W F T. Soft. Thank you, Laura, for injecting reality back into this right, conversation. So the the point though is is when you're watching it with other people, it's one. Is there too much shit going on where people may not be as interested in the game that takes away from it? Number two. Are people just going to keep saying stupid shit that irritates the hell out of me? And then like the rage monster comes out. And then number three, like, I just don't want to hear anything. And it's not about like, if something bad happens, you can be like, ah, your bungles. And stuff. Well, that don't bother me. I mean, that stuff, I got thick skin when it comes to that. It's just, I don't know. You know, you already know I'm an idiot and I feel like I have control over this game anyway. So just letting you know where my head's at on this. Mm. But yeah, let, let me know so I can make other plans, okay? What's the difference if you're watching from your phone at sleep number? If you're watching down here, you already have controlled the outcome. I mean, exactly. that's how it works. I, I tell I you what, look at it like this if I were you, because even though they've been to the Super Bowl in your lifetime, this is really the first time you, that you remember. You know what's going on. I can fully appreciate it. You know, mm. you're going to pop that cherry. Where do you want to do it at? Right here in the studio. That might be what happens. Uh, you know what will really sway the decision one way or the other? Did we ever get the confirmation on the turducken? We never did nothing with it. <sighs> See, why Why even come now? Exactly. Well, Turbo Tommy <laughs> will have the turducken. Mm. We, we got to put that call in tonight. Got to make that happen. All right, so 
I'm making abalone. Do do we want to do? Oh, yeah. Listen, you, you come down here. I'm gonna pop that cherry, son. I know you already were given very distinct visual images about what you were trying to do, and I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. You better get your butt down here. <laughs> All you know is that if you do come down here, it's not like anyone here is rooting against the Bengals or against uh, you. I'm rooting for well, Matthew Stafford, but well, I do love me some Joe Burrow. I just hope both teams have fun. Yeah, here's my thing. So, how many times have we had to see Joe Bur- or freaking Matt Stafford like just on Thanksgiving? Poor Matt Stafford. So my thing is, yes, I'm cheering for Matt Stafford because guess what? Joe Burrow has the world in front of him. Matt Stafford probably don't have many opportunities left. How many times is he playing in the spotlight just because he played for the Lions on Thanksgiving? So That's it. For the first year in his career as number one overall pick in the draft, Matt Stafford finally has number one overall talent around him. The goal is Super Bowl or bust, and where are they? Super Bowl, and he's played lights out in the playoffs. So all the people said he couldn't do it when he got on a team that had talent, he could do it. Now the one thing about Joe Burrow that I have heard and I hope doesn't happen is – how many years in was Dan Marino when he made it to the Super Bowl? It was your, and he was going to be back a bunch. It was year two. Right. right. Oh, and look, you're right. You're right. Mahomes is already that. starting down that path. Right. Like, we you're still right. think they're going to be there, but it shows how damn hard it is to get back. I'm, I'm not going to talk about where my picks are going, but I will say this. Whoever wins the game, like, it don't hurt my feelings either way, we to be honest. Hope both teams have fun. No. No, I hope both teams score close to the same amount of points, so it's intense with two minutes left. Yeah, it needs to be a close game one. You're right. Uh, Halftime show is going to be lit. Literally. I'm bringing the chains and everything. I I just hope, you know, we're all going to see at the halftime show that Tupac is not dead. And then <laughs> and dun, dun, dun. foreshadowing, trending, by the foreshadowing. way, my 15-year-old daughter told me that that is trending on social media, that Tupac is not dead. Hey, are they going to do a hologram, or is he uh, really going to be there? Um, but anyways, that, that's part of it. Don't, 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 wait, don't, wait, wait, wait. We'll get no, to no, that. No, I, the thing is, what I was trying to say, and I got sidetracked, is that I will be fine with whoever wins. I just want it to be a close game because Matt Stafford deserves a championship, and Joe Burrow has showed, dude. The Bengals made the right decision, despite what Chad DeMarc said. They didn't go offensive line, but he's leaning to the promised mm-hmm. land. He was the right franchise quarterback for your team. You're not wrong. It, so. it, it's got a lot of subtext to the game. Even though these aren't two teams that have played or really right. have a rivalry, like it seems so vanilla on paper, but when you peel back the layers and you look at all the different moving parts and everything, like both receiving cores are just freaking stacked. I'm intrigued by this more than I can remember in the last five years, to be honest. Because it's like the unknown, right? Right, I like it. Because the, the Bengals have shown you really don't know what to expect right, out of right, them except right. that they can fight. And then the Rams – were on paper at the beginning of the year being the team that should be here, and they right. made it. So right. can they finish the job? Yep. All right, so let's go ahead and, and switch into, before we get to Biggie's got prop bets out the wazoo, let's just start with the main, you know, right out the, right out the gate, four and a half. Mm. Rams are favored. You guys know Before where I'm going. Go any further here, I want to say congratulations to uh, Gregory Allen, Mr. Brown, as he is our picks champion this year. The champ. First time in three years I won't take it home. Hopefully I can take it back next year. And I'd like to bring up one thing as we're talking about the Bengals being in here and you go anti-Bengal. Last game of the season, Sunday night football, I have a one-game lead. If I have the Chargers, he goes homer with the Raiders. They win. He takes me out in the uh, playoff extras. Homerism pays off, Chad. It does sometimes for some people, but I also will say that he just decided to make it really close for you after deciding to not really pay attention in week 18, and he still won. 
I mean, I felt bad for him because I didn't want to beat him at the only thing he's good at. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, don't take it from him, man. No, but I, I appreciate the congratulations, I don't have sir. Left. Huh? Come on. Thank you. Ah, they're shaking hands. Appreciate you, brother. My anyway. goal is that next year we can all finish in top 10, 12, 15 of yeah. – uh, we got the blue check mark and we're official. There we go. Bring that credibility. You know about CBS Sports, you got Barstool Sports, but guess what? When you see that WDKS Sports – I said it wrong. Say it again. WDKS. We don't know sports. When you see that logo beside of our name, guess what? That's where you go for your betting needs. We're going to show you all year long instead of just having to trust what we put on social media. So now right. we got the blue check mark. So, so what did you say? You had it at four and a half? Four and a half. And that's Rams what it's been since it started. Like it hasn't changed. It hasn't yeah. moved at all. That's yeah. weird, right? Yeah, normally it'll move just you know half point as you get closer, depending on how it plays. So it sounds like the betting's coming in like they thought it would. It's not. It's not moving. And they're yeah. saying this is the most largely bet Super Bowl in history. Of course it is. Every yep. year gets bigger. Yeah, but how now, much did Mattress Mac throw down on it? Was it he put four and a half million on, on the, the Bengals to really? win? He would uh, take losing, home. Dude. <laughs> I think he takes home six point seven, six point eight if they win. So he's only getting two million. Yeah. Two and a half, because he got. I think that he got the Bengals at plus one eighty. You know what the best? Uh, so that's Chad. I mean, right? mattress Mac, like slinging mattresses. Uh, Here we go. I know. I have to go though with. Where are you at? Bro? I have to go with what's worked <laughs> all season long. Though I haven't cut my hair, I haven't shaved the beard, and I haven't picked the Bengals to cover since week ten. And that's the story that keeps going. All right. I'll cut my hair on Monday. I'll pick the Bengals to start covering some games after that. But right now, I just have to officially on pick watch say the Rams are going to cover. And you guys know why, because I control destiny. So, All right, so Chad's 1 o'clock first. Well, well, well. We knew where he was going. I was just getting out of the way for everybody. Rams cover, so they're going to win. That's that's what I say. All right. So at four and a half, I'm going to take the Bengals to cover. I do think the Rams win this game. I think they just have a little bit too much in their – front four on the defensive side. I know that line hasn't been there all playoffs, but this is a little bit of a different animal. And yeah. Offensively, I mean, Beckham and Cup and Stafford's played lights out. I think the Rams win the game, but I think it's like a 23-20 type game. At four and a half, I just I don't you're, you're, see a 31-20. You're taking 31, the under as well, then. I think yeah. the over or the over under is forty seven and a half. I heard it was forty eight and a half. It must have went down. Yeah, and I like the under. I like see, a twenty four twenty kind of game. I went over, but so I agree with you hundred percent. Like the strength of the Rams defense is their front four. And the, the, the issue with the Bengals is their O line. Yep. I feel like Donald and them are gonna run wild and it's it's gonna be ugly, but there's gonna be a way, because we've seen all playoffs that Joe don't go down. He's gonna dance around in that pocket, he's gonna find a way, he's gonna fight for his life, he's gonna make plays happen, he's gonna keep it close. I've got Rams. 31-28, yep. Bengals Cup. That's a scoring game. I mean, that'd, that'd I, I be, like both cover. sound like they'd be a real fun game to watch. Well, and to what you just said and what we've talked about with the Bengals not having an offensive line, that's why a couple weeks ago when the Rams weren't in the Super Bowl, I hit Von Miller for Super Bowl MVP. I got him at 76-1, to threw 20 bucks down on it to do the math. He's won one Super Bowl MVP before. No offensive line. Aaron Donald running wild. Oh. They'll double and triple team him. I think Correct. there's a good chance that, that he oh. comes up big in this game because Jalen Ramsey is my much as they talk about him, will move around just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think Von Miller's got a chance to be unless, a game changer. Unless What's you're that a payout? Well, 76 to 1 at 20 bucks was right around $1,500. Yeah. Nice. That's nice. Nice payday. Very yeah. nice. All right, so we're going to make some money, though, because while I can't pick the Bengals, there's some other things I definitely can bet on, and you might have a laundry list of things to go over here. 
And I just want to see if I got one. I haven't researched any of these, but I had a buddy tell me yesterday that the the lock, if you're going to put your money on anything, is there's an over-under on the amount of field goals that McPherson makes for the Bengals. Did you see that one? I did. There was a few different field goal ones, length of field goals. I didn't put those in here. I kind of went a little more. So let me just ask you, McPherson, who's kicked four field goals in every game in the playoffs, what would you set the over-under at for him in this game? If I were to set the over-under since he's kicked four in every game, I would set it at four and a half simply because – Four is what he does. I'd set it at three and a half. Do you agree? Yeah, I think that's fair. I think four every game is a bit much. He, yeah. can, he can't duplicate it every game. So what if they set it at one and a half? Oh, over. Oh, hit that all day. I mean, that that's like the lock of the, the week right there. I got one, two before you read, and I don't even know what's on there. So what would be the over-under if they're smoking weed at halftime during the singing? I didn't see – I know that's a prop bet, and Biggie it's might a, have it. Is it on there? It is a prop bet. Right. I have it on right. here. We'll, we'll get, to it. get to it. We'll get to it. Just, All right, Biggie. First thing that popped in my let's, head. Let's roll. So, I got a dozen of these through here, and I didn't go with a whole lot of ones with odds on them. I did over-unders or will-it-happen type things. Uh, Super Bowl prop bets. So, we'll start when the game starts here. The National Anthem length, two minutes, over-under. Who's singing Ooh, it? It's, I, I saw somebody having it uh, at, like – 97 seconds is where they were putting it at. So I would say I'd take the under if it was at two minutes. That matters. Uh, I don't know who he is. Yeah, It's, it's a guy. A, I don't know who he is. I'm showing my age. What kind of singer age. is it? Uh, you, you keep going. I, I'm going to pull it up. Okay. Let's come back to that one. All right. Uh, so you follow that up. What's the next one? This is my favorite one because I always like to know how people fall here because life itself sometimes is the flip of a coin. The coin toss will it be heads or tails. So statistically, it's been tails here in the playoffs, but I know the odds are just 50 50, right? Actually, uh, well, you each tell me what you would pick and then I'll tell you what you should pick. Uh, I'm going to say heads because it's been tails. I'm going to go heads. So it's got to be tails. That's what I'm saying. Tails you, you know why like it's tails? 61%. It's, uh, they did a Harvard study. 51.8% of the time it's tails. Do you know why it's tails? Why? Because the head side of the quarter is actually a little bit heavier. So it flips and lands. So the science tails never fails. Tails never fails. I'll still win. Uh, it Dude, is I 50, feel bad. 50. It's not even a guy singing. I just saw the name and I thought it was a guy. Mickey Guyton. Yeah, what kind of music? Four-time Grammy-nominated country music artist Mickey Guyton will be singing the national anthem at SoFi Stadium. All right, so yeah, I knew it was a country I'm singer. definitely going to go under because they're not going to drag it out. Um, so I'm, I'm going under. And also, as far as your coin toss, I'm like Harvey freaking Dent. I make my own luck. Oh, double-sided. <laughs> Let's say we put it to a game of chance. <laughs> so there are some other things that you can do. So with that coin toss, who receives the opening kickoff? Uh, just pick the team who who receives. Yeah, it's just Rams Bengals. I'd say the Bengals get the ball first. Okay. Uh this is the Sean Payton special. It's will there be a surprise onside kick? So what it is is absolutely not no. not the end of the game. No. Okay. Like out of sequence onside kick. Not start happening. the second half. Start oh, the game. No. Nope. Okay. No. Okay. Ah. Uh, this is the over under on. How many times Matthew Stafford's wife will be shown on television? Three and a half. Over. Mm. Mm. She's been on talk radio out there talking about how they don't have a home field advantage. They went through a lot in Detroit. Is she like a model or what she do? 
No, oh, she's but good she, looking, she had, but she had like brain surgery. Yeah, she had cancer, removed. I believe. Oh, that even adds that element. That's what I'm so, saying. Yeah, I'm, it, I'm, I'm, a, I'm going over. Easy over. Yeah, over. Okay, I like the over on that one too. All right, so we've moved through the first half here. Now we're hitting halftime and uh, high time. Will there be a Tupac song played during the halftime show? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. No. Absolutely. Yes. Because you know why he's getting resurrected. Does he resurrect during that song? <laughs> in there? Uh, I didn't put it on here because it's not something you can bet on. There is a hologram bet on Tupac. I was going to say, the hologram is a lot. They, yep. They've got, because it's the Super Bowl. You're going to pull out all the stops, man. Uh, this halftime show, if nothing else, will entertain me. You know what's, That's it's, how old we are. Wait, you know what's funny? Did you see in the football group where somebody's like, who's going to be watching the halftime show? Because I definitely won't be. And overwhelmingly, people just came out and was like, I'm going to be watching that shit. Yeah, it was like the first one I want to watch, bitch. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I turn my hat around backwards and I'm 40. I'm a man. <laughs> With a can full of gas and a handful of matches. <laughs> and still no one found out. Right here. <laughs> oh. uh, the over-under on how many songs we'll be saying during the halftime show is eight and a half. You taking the over or the I- under? Because they, they always do these short The transitions, right? I, before you read it, eight, I, I just eight popped in my head, so I'm going to go under. Okay. Uh, I'll push. You said eight or is it eight and a half? Eight and a half. So I'll go under. Before he even said it, I was like eight. Yeah, I'm, See, I'm with you. The only reason I went over is what Chad just said. They'll do 35 seconds of a song, and then it'll morph into something else. Now, do you have who the first one that performs? Do you have that on there? I do. Okay. Before the first one that performs, I have this one. It's very interesting to me. Just off the top of your head, you tell me if this sounds right or not. California Love will be the first song played. Mm. Mm. They're uh, in Cali. It's Dre, Snoop. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what else you'd start with. Yeah. Uh, to I me, mean, it's like a no-brainer. It, you got it, to. I mean, but that could also be the one you close with. Yeah. It could be. That's so, tough. The, I'm going to say yes that it is because the next question is, which performer will be first on stage? Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar. You got to open up with Snoop. Yeah, I, I was going to agree. It's Snoop. Okay. Well, if you open up with Snoop, then they'll probably go a different direction. See, I think they open up with Dre, a hologram of Tupac, and they drop some California love. Now, you open up with Snoop because... I don't know. It's just the easy. That's true. If it's Snoop, it wouldn't be California Love. Uh-uh. I, I agree with you. So it depends on where your betting uh, lines are. Uh, Damn it. If they would happen to open up with Snoop over under, or it's a yes, no. Uh, the odds on this were like a plus minus 120. Will Snoop smoke weed during the show? I'm going to say no. I mean, he will before he comes out. He probably will afterwards, but he won't on camera. I will say, yes, he will smoke weed. Not only smoke weed, he's going to smoke it with Martha Stewart. I mean, where's that prop bet? I just just know the way the NFL is around these things. You know this is a specific conversation they've already had. Oh, absolutely. Uh, They're like, where's Martha? We're here. Where's Martha? <laughs> this one ends up being one at every Super Bowl. I hope it doesn't happen at this one. Will there be a wardrobe malfunction? No. God, I hope not. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. 
for whatever reason, it's out there, and the betting odds are on it, yes. If it was, it'd probably maybe, be Eminem. Eminem's fans falling it, down. It'd probably be like Eminem because he's always talking about penises and stuff mm-hmm. while he's rapping. So I'd say it's Eminem. My 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 favorite prop bet, and uh, I already bet money on this one was: Will any of Eminem's performance be censored? I, I think they're no, because I think they're going to be clean, man. Because they're they're going to want gigs like this in the future. You know, maybe maybe not these guys. I don't know, man. This isn't like the Doors on Ed Sullivan back in the day, and this isn't Nipplegate. It's just ah, my name is. <laughs> Give me my booby back, booby back. I think they're going to be. I, I mean, I don't care if they do. You know, I don't want to sound like a prude. I'm just saying, I think they're going to play ball here. So you don't think that at any point during his performance, Eminem will flip the bird, drop a cuss word? I, I'm going for the yes. Yes. To me, this right. there is no way he goes out there and hits it without dropping an F-bomb. It's Eminem. I don't know. Okay. I, I, I Maybe you're right. Maybe he plays ball, but to me. I mean, they, he, he could personally be fined by the FCC a million dollars for this. <laughs> I was going to do that song. <laughs> the FCC won't way. let me be. <laughs> so, oh, God. That's where we're at. I love this so much. Like, you're talking about shedding tears about the Bengals winning. I'm like, I'm going to shed tears at the halftime show. Like, this brings me back to my childhood. Uh, uh, riding around in your uh, old, uh, what was that white car? Monte Carlo. Oh, got it. The back it, seat was like a couch. It that, like a and then you had Miller, Miller's car, too, was like a couch. Get a LeBaron. Yeah. Oh. So this brings back childhood memories for us. So guess what? We're 40-year-old men now. And 40. We, appreci- we appreciate it. Football group can suck it. We don't know sports if you don't like it. Your fans, we can. you can suck it. That's what we like. This, so, is, this is our jam right here. Every time I get in that car, I love that song. Dear, near, near, near. They play it in uh, Denzel Washington when he's in. Uh, oh my God, him and I. Uh, training day is that where you're at? At training day, ah, mm. that was my car. Only it was white and it wasn't as cool. It felt the same way. All right, bring us on. What else we got? All right, I'm gonna finish up with one more because there was like 25 All of them, right. but this is always my favorite one. What color Gatorade will get dumped on the winning uh, coach? I think uh, was blue or purple like the highest uh, payout. Well, blue is plus 600. That's your betting odds right now. Purple is actually the highest at plus 1200. Red is plus a thousand. Water plus 175. Lime green, yellow plus 300. Orange plus 130. Yeah, I mean you just throw money on purple just for the chance. Yeah, I mean, you could. I put my money on blue. Or, I mean, if I were going to bet, I'd put my money on blue. Uh, I'm going with the original OG, the yellow. Yeah, man, the yellow is going to be what it is. It's rather that or water. It's going to be one or the other. I think that this halftime show is going to be the highlight of the day for me, and that's not saying anything about either team, but I'm really pumped for a halftime show on the first time. <laughs> like, I love Bruce Springsteen, but watching him slide across the stage on his knees at 67 years old just really wasn't all that cool. <laughs> The Who, like, we actually have a legit, cool halftime show. I mean, it, it's – I'm I'm not hating on, like, Katy Perry and Lady Gaga, but, like – Dude, they were both sweet. I mean, that's not my type of music, though. You know, uh, but, well, but, I mean, we do – Left Shark is still, like, the greatest thing ever. Uh, but, you know, maybe Katie we'll Perry. get something like that. Katy Perry, she's thick in all the right places. Yes, those those were great, great shows. We're not going to complain about those. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean, Prince had a good one, but you know what the what's the best halftime show ever? Of course, Janet Jackson. 
I mean, that, that might yeah. be up there for a lot of people, but I, I think the, th- Jackson, for me, Jackson, the, the pinnacle was, I think, Michael Jackson. Like when he – it was like yeah. 94, I think, or 93. Like that was just – He was bigger than the Super Bowl. Pasadena, Whitney Houston sang the national anthem, and he did the halftime. Yeah. Was yeah. it Michael Jackson and Hitler or just Michael Jackson? No, it wasn't Michael Jackson and Hitler. We are not talking to, <laughs> to – what's his name from Washington right now? <laughs> Listen to last night's show. You know what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Can't take me anywhere. So, hey, on a, on a positive note, uh, I did get a confirmation back from Darren out in L.A., so uh, we're going to bring him on here in just a second. So we're going to wind up uh, or wind down the segment here. But just closing thoughts on the Super Bowl. Biggie, you want to just hit us with everything you got? Uh, like I said, I like the game to be close. Uh, Bengals to cover Rams to win what I'm really interested in is what how the kind of first couple drives for the Bengals go because you know defensively that front their front is not going to be able to hold up so you anticipate that defensively and you go with a bunch of quick stuff screens or you trust Burrow to just continue to do the same thing he's done he got sacked nine times against the Titans most guys are like looking down at the line and at the ground and he's out there making hey, you plays. know what though even though he got sacked more by the Titans he was under more pressure against Kansas City it was like yeah. Tennessee rather got him or they didn't come close so I think LA will constantly be putting pressure on him so it'll be a different animal and I think that, uh, you know, a lot's been made about Jalen Ramsey and Jamar Chase going one-on-one, but Ramsey will play half the time in the slot, half the time outside, and he's a little bit bigger corner. I think that he does more to shut down Higgins than he does Chase. I think Chase could finish a miracle season here, outshine Cooper Cup if the Bengals win, and have one of those games where he catches those hitches and goes 75 yards. I think that if I were betting money on kind of a little bit longer shot for MVP and I'm betting Bengals, I'd go Jamar Chase. So I was going to ask who you're – I know you got your money on Von Miller, but just overall, who you thought the MVP will be? Uh, I, outside of quarterbacks, which are the easy pick, that's where they always go. I like uh, Jamar Chase if the Bengals win, or and Cooper I Cup. like Odell Beckham Jr. Ooh, Beckham, if because uh, I everybody's looking at Cup. That's who you're trying to yeah, shut. Yeah, but down. it hasn't stopped him all year. Yeah, but I, I think that Beckham is he's big stage. He's big time, prime time. He'll have a couple of plays, nice catches that outshine what Cooper do, does overall. So outside of the quarterbacks, that's the easy pick. All right, Mr. Brown? Uh, yeah, like I said before, I feel like the, the Bengals cover. I feel like I like the over, 31-28. Eric Dickerson came out and said today that uh, – this is not a home field advantage for the Rams because L.A. is not a Rams town. It's still a Raiders town, even though they're in a Vegas now. Super Bowl anyway. But I'm just saying, like, it's it's L.A. is not a Rams town. You're right. we got to change we that. We saw that with the Niners. Correct. So, it's not much of a home field, you know, and it's going to be mixed anyway. We saw the prices, right? <laughs> so, I like the – it's going to be a close game. I love the matchup between Burr running for his life and the D-line of the Rams. I do think that it will come down to the fourth quarter and who has the ball last. I'm, I'm being serious. I, I hope that's what we get. Uh, I, I am not going to elaborate too much. I also am with Biggie. I think one of the, the MVP odds are probably going to be whoever one of the wide receivers are, whoever really has that multi. So there's going to be somebody with two touchdowns. Well, I said Cup yesterday. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and I, I love Cup too. I just think that this is the type of game where someone who is as freakish as Beckham shines out and that's what the voters throw their, their – uh, 
their pick or their vote towards. I have a question for you, Chad, because I don't know the Bengals as well defensively. If somebody on that defensive side of the ball was going to be a game changer and win MVP, who would it be? Uh, Hendrickson probably, just okay. putting, getting pressure uh, off the end. No Eli Apple? Uh, I mean, hey, Eli Apple, man, a guy who everybody says should be out of the league, yet here he is still hanging on and could have had an iconic moment against the Chiefs if he wouldn't try to yeah. run before he had the ball. Yep. Uh, but it, it's – I don't know. I mean, you, you could have one of these vets like Sam Hubbard step up and just have a great game. But uh, the way the Bengals play defense, it's not a – but, like, Hendrickson's got, like, 14 and a half sacks. So, I mean, yeah, he's, 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 he's the one guy that could do something. But we'll okay. leave it at that. All right, let's wrap up. Let's see if we can track down our boy out in L.A. and, and talk a little bit about Radio Row. And then uh, maybe by the time we're done, we might know who won all the uh, awards tonight and we'll wrap up the show. Sound like a plan? Yeah. All right, Biggie, you and me tried to connect with Mr. Darren Smith from Kansas City out in Radio Row. We did talk to him, but, man, he was in the thick of it, and the audio is just damn Pat McAfee, I tell you what. A.J. Hawk screaming. I know. We're like, what the hell is that noise? It's like, that's McAfee's booth and A.J. Hawk screaming at somebody. So, uh, I... I almost wanted to ask him to turn the camera around so we could see what's happening, but I thought that'd be disrespectful. Well, there was some good background uh, scenery where we were talking to him. I appreciate him giving us his time, and he had some interesting takes on prop bets. He did, and you know he was short of uh, missing a shuttle time, you know, so we had to be had to be quick. But you know he was uh, he was out there. We were, he, he rocks a suit game, man, big time, and I oh, was yeah. giving him a hard time about it. But he's sponsored to do that because he's always covering the Chiefs everywhere, and this is the fifth year he said he's. Been been on Radio Row, and I don't know if you could make it out, but when we were asking him just how does this one compare to the other years, he's like, each year gets better. But he had a lot of nice things to say about L.A. and how SoFi Stadium set up and all that. They said SoFi Stadium was like uh, it's a tour experience in itself. It's like going to the Taj Mahal. Yeah, he's like, you know, if you just come out to L.A., like it's worth just coming here to Inglewood and, and taking in that. Yeah, he said uh, if you come to L.A. and you don't go to SoFi, you're doing yourself an injustice. Which is wild. But you know what? We talked to the people last week that went out there, and we told them, it was like, yeah, we had some Rams fans that told us it was like a resort. Yep. Uh, but the, the thing uh, we were asking, just like who always talked to, who he's seen out there, and he was mentioning just a laundry list of players. Players, uh, Michael, Michael Irvin, yeah, um, Troy Aikman, yeah. Troy Aikman, T. Roy. He's got uh, his own beer. I, I heard that. I heard Texas. that today too. I heard that today too. It's a beer you can drink. It's all natural and Ooh. yeah, it's a healthy man's beer. So he, he uh, talked about running to Pat McAfee, Seth Rollins, and um, the Miz. And, the Miz and um, the uh, the one that just kind of st- struck me off was uh, Edward James Almos. Yeah, that wasn't a name I was expected to hear drop. But he did reference uh, a couple of movies that he's been in. I was like, I don't need the Edward James Almost reference. I know who it is, man. Yeah. But uh, not everybody does. And he um, he was talking about like even their tickets were like nosebleed seats. So like, don't feel bad about not being able to go and afford the $6,000 for the Super Bowl, right? It made you feel a lot better about watching your Bengals from the comfort of the man cave. I was like, look, if Edward James Almost can't get decent seats, what chance do I have? Yep. I mean, I know he hasn't been in a movie for 20 years, but it's okay. I mean, it's SoFi, so I don't think you're going to sit behind a pole for six grand, but... They better not have designed it that way. Yeah. Uh, we, we were asking Darren about some of the halftime stuff, and he seemed uh, uh, surprised that there was um, bets to be made there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he seemed to be excited when we referenced the Tupac hologram. Yes, yes. That was the one that uh, he let up the most on. Yeah, so he, he, had his, uh, he was ready, though, when you brought up the prop bets. What did he have with him? 
He had Kenny Means' list of prop bets. He did. He he flashed that right right in the screen for us, and he was going off. And uh, I think uh, Darren's got the the gambling bug. He yeah. he was he was well versed in that. Well, he had one that was a home run pick if you hit it, and it was Matthew Stafford as the first touchdown of the game. Of course, he would have to rush it in, and he was like thirty five hundred to one or something like that. Yeah, I mean, not saying it can't happen, but, you know, if it does. Uh, and then he was excited to hear about your, your Von Miller pick. So, you know, yeah. he didn't realize the odds are that high. He started looking at stuff. He's like, wait a minute. He's this, like, what this? are these guys talking about? He's like, no, I got in that a while ago. So it might have changed the yeah, odds. I did a, a futures bit. on it because it would have dropped after the championship game. Um, but, man, I, I'm disappointed we weren't able to share this with the listeners because Darren was uh, on point. Yep. And, uh, you know, he was just – he was in the thick of it, man. There was so much crowd noise and things in the background. He went through a couple mics trying to make it work uh we just couldn't do it so i wish we could salvage it but uh we'll definitely get darren back on maybe we can try to get him next week when he's not out there and just see if we can reconnect and try to do it better justice for him if you don't know darren or you haven't seen him think of this easy top song sharp dressed man because that's what he i wanted to ask him about the ring too man i think i think he's got i think it's a chief super bowl ring okay i was curious uh, the audio was a little rough. That's one question I had, but it would. I, I'm 99% sure he's rocking the Chief Super Bowl ring because he is their beat reporter. Oh, nice. So I think they gave him one. Yeah, he needs to wax somebody I in mean, the head. He can. I, that didn't look like a ring you're going to buy in a pawn no. shop. No, no, that was it a, wasn't. Yeah. That was a big one. Yeah. Uh, if you're, was, <laughs> if you're on Radio Row during the Super Bowl. If you have a ring, you're sporting it. Yeah. It's so a Super Bowl ring. He, so. he was. He was doing a good job with that. But. That being said, I think that brings us to a close. The NFL season is almost officially done. We just got a couple days left. We got the Super Bowl. And I I think we should go live at least a couple times during the Super Bowl. Yeah, that works for me. We can celebrate uh, the Super Bowl and Tom Brady, MVP of the league, retiring at the same time. So we we don't have those (laughs) results yet, do we? I haven't seen them yet, no. All right, so we'll we'll be putting that out hopefully as soon as we hear about it. But I think that's all we got here from the We Don't Know Sports I think they announced it the Saturday night before the game, don't they? No, it's tonight. Uh, I saw the update. It started like five minutes ago. Okay. That's probably why Darren had to go, man. He had to go check Uh, that out. They got uh, Keenan Michael Keyes, the uh, guy doing the presentation there. Oh, a A wrong? Yeah, exactly. The the Jasper Proben Crux the third, <laughs> or uh, whatever it is. But uh, I I think that does this from uh, all from here. So Super Bowl coming up Sunday. Y'all have a great weekend. Don't forget subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, and we got a special episode coming out tomorrow. It's an hour long interview with John Abraham, where he goes through everything from his NFL playing career. To dealing with life after football a lot of mental health stuff in there so man it's one of those things we hear people talk about but this guy cut loose everything and just kind of told it from the heart man so excited for that but that being said we're gonna call it a day thanks for listening thanks for sticking with us through the nfl season thanks for supporting mr brown as he rode his way to the top 10 finish in the country for nfl picks but this has been the we don't know sports podcast have a good weekend enjoy the super bowl we'll see you next week and bye-bye